Hey, Roy. Good night. Good evening. I really wanted to say good morning. Really, really wanted to say good morning. Good evening, everybody. How are you? Praise God. Great, thank you. Happy Easter coming up. Happy Good Friday today. Uh, before we come to Easter, we're going to remember the Lord tonight. Just a couple administrative notes before we jump in. Um, this evening as we start, we, are, uh, we have some color pages for the kids because I know there's not child care. Children, we love you. Babies, it's okay if you make noises. It's really all right. Um, our goal tonight is to remember Jesus and remember the cross. And so rather than just jumping to the joy and victory we know, because Jesus is raised from the dead. But we know that's going to happen. But before we do that, we're going to join with other churches around the world and Christians all over the place, remembering that Jesus died on the cross for us and the weight of that. And so put yourself for just a moment in the disciples' shoes that today, Friday, Jesus is going to the cross and all their hopes are going there with him because they don't fully know the whole story yet. So we know the whole story, but we're going to rest just in this moment because it will make Easter all the much brighter and all the much better. And also, as we come into this time, we're just going to focus our attention, our love, our joy, our peace, our hope, our everything on Jesus because he's worthy of all our worship. Amen. So let's stand, please, together and let's come into worship with song. When I survey the wondrous cross On which the Prince of Glory died My riches gain I count but
Isaiah 52, 13-53-7 says, Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which has not been told them they see, and that which they have not heard they understand. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And who has the arm of the Lord been sorry, of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And as one from men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains lose all their guilty Yeah. 
precious blood shall never lose its power till all the ransomed church of God be saved to sin no more be saved to sin no more be saved to sin no more till all the ransomed church of God be saved to sin no more. Ever since by faith I saw the stream, the flowing wounds apply. Redeeming love has been my theme and shall be till I people that he had created, all those who were traitors to him, all those who disobeyed him, all of us who had, like sheep, gone our own way, all of us who could not measure up to his standard. And the Lord looked at us, though be it traitors, and chose instead to crush his son for our iniquities. Because of love, God chose that he would embrace us through the sacrifice of his own son. And he went to the cross for us and was crushed for our iniquity. He went to the cross for us and bore the punishment that we deserved, even though he was innocent. He went to the cross for us and died a traitor's death and felt for the only time in history the father turn his back on his own son. Jesus surely paid it all. 
We're going to take just a moment now and just pray together. You can sit or stand, whatever you're comfortable with. We're just going to take a few moments and just pray prayers of repentance and dedication to the Lord. Remembering that the resurrection is coming. We're thanking Him for the cross now. So it doesn't mean they have to be sad prayers. I'm not saying that. But I am saying don't jump straight to the joy of the resurrection. Let's remember the cross for a moment. Because the weight of this sacrifice is the weight of the world upon our Savior Jesus. It was not a light thing. So let's just take a moment. I'm going to start us off. And then anyone who would like to pray, let's just pray prayers of repentance and prayers of dedication to our Savior Jesus. Are you ready? Father, we love you. Thank you for Jesus. Lord, thank you that when we deserve death, Lord, you sent your Son that he might be the substitute for us. Lord, it's beyond words to think about your love and your compassion and your grace. Father, thank you that your plan was so complete and things that we could not even comprehend. But that you would send your son who would die for us, it's beyond our imagination. And now as we think about this cross, as we think about what you have done for us, Lord, our whole lives, our whole hearts, our whole everything, we bow before you and say, Jesus, have our all. Lord, we are yours. Our hearts are yours. Our desires are yours. Lord, everything we are is for you because you are worthy. Thank you, Lord. Would anyone else like to pray?
Thank you, Lord. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more will have the grace of God and the free gift of grace that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. Stand with us, if you will. How deep the Father's love for us how vast beyond all measure that he should give his only son to make a wretch his treasure how great the pain of sea 
turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory have paid our ransom. We remember Jesus who took the cross for us. Jesus whose disciples had promised loyalty to him and who had scattered. Jesus whose disciples said that they would fight for him and in fact had tried, have now denied him. Jesus who hangs on the cross, himself the only one 
who could take our punishment for sin. Jesus, it's his wounds that have paid our ransom. We're going to pray now and just take some time and give thanks and adoration to Jesus. And remember him and not just the benefits of all that he's done for us, but he himself, the giver of life, the creator, the sustainer, our champion, our king. Jesus is our life. And he gave up his life that we might live. Let's take just a moment. We're going to pray prayers of thanksgiving and adoration. Again, we're going to come to the resurrection on Sunday. But today, just remembering the cross, remembering Jesus hung there for us, let's remember that he didn't fail in his task. I'll start us, and then anyone who wants to pray, let's pray together. Father, thank you. Lord, you did not give up. With every step up that hill, with every step that you carried that cross beam, with every whip on your back, with every thorn in your head, with every jeer from the crowd, with every scoffer that yelled and spit at you, with all those who abandoned you, feeling the full weight of God's wrath on sin coming down on you. Lord, you didn't give up on us. When the nails pierced your hands, when the nails pierced your feet, when they rose you up, when the suffocation was pouring down on your lungs as your body weight was collapsing on your own breathing, you did not give up on us. Thank you that you took the cross for us. Thank you that you hung there so that we didn't have to. Because, Lord, it's by your wounds that we are healed. Lord, your wounds have paid our ransom surely. Thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Anyone else who'd like to pray, please pray. We confess that from the beginning of mankind, from the first sin in the garden, until this day, April 15th, 2022, that our, our history has been one of, of, of a mess, one of fallenness, one of waywardness, one of turning our back on you, of sin. that our sentence was death. That our sentence was to forever be separated from you. Except for the one 
Christ Jesus, who as our brother prayed, stood in the face of pain that we cannot imagine and said, not them, me. And in that moment, that blood shed, washed over us and changed it all. To say that we are humbled by that doesn't, doesn't express it. We are overwhelmed by it. By the sacrifice, by the punishment, by the gift. To we who were forever lost. To we who are forever redeemed. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Christy's going to read the account of the crucifixion for us now. Please be seated. Receive this prayer. Father, by your Holy Spirit, I pray in Jesus' name, reveal to us your word. Lord, make it real to us. Minister it to our hearts in ways that we have not seen before. Help us, Father, not just to see it in our mind's eye, not just to use our imagination, but Lord, what flesh and blood cannot show us. Show us by your spirit, Lord, as we read this account now and we remember Jesus and give him all the glory that's due his name because he is worthy. Amen. Let's listen to the account. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement, and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. Then they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus, and he went out, bearing his own cross, to the place called the place of a skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but rather, This man said, I am King of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. 
But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture, which says, they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things, but standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said, To fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken, that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again, another scripture says, they will look on him whom they have pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloe, about 75 pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. This is not the end of the story, but we're going to leave it hanging because three days later and on Sunday morning, we'll celebrate something different. Amen? Let's remember in the time being, he really died for us. His body was wrapped with linen and with spices 
and was laid in a tomb. Think about the friends putting him down in that place in the ground. And then let's remember the great weight of all that God has done for us. Because when we celebrate on Easter morning, there will be another chapter. And it's a better chapter. Amen? All right, see you Sunday at 1030. God bless you. Children, you did a great job. Good job. Thank you all. We're dismissed.